0: Eight minutes and 46 seconds.
1: The um, prejudice present,
2: belief global, that blackness is somehow inferior and, and less worthy. Information
1: towards black people simply people because of other People by other, other cultures
2: just not really understanding the dehumanization of black people. It can people. be very, very minute. It means like most of the, the color that I face they, in is things indirect, Like the little things they do or like the questions or the way they talk it's to you. It's like an arrow shot straight
0: transgenerational down. oppression a strong sense of the injustice, symbolic and metaphoric significant significant in our history we
1: are commemorating the, the murder, murder the of, the of george, george floyd so he, he had the,
3: the presumption of the, the, the first century,
4: or what we call Mervis modern Scott day community. lynching
3: and who
4: are in your prisons it's a combination of a legacy of slavery without
1: reference with to it. Black feel threatened. they like, being, feel scared for their lives just doing everyday activities.
0: We acknowledge the past, the historical roots of oppression, and the ongoing struggle with racism. I'm Andy Knight. This is Black Talk. Sir Hilary Beckles. The symbolic and metaphoric significance of the murder of George has to do with the transition from plantation policing in the South to urban policing in the North. In the Southern context, generally speaking, the mass murder of the Black people took place in the dark. We would wake up in the morning and saw bodies hanging from the trees. We would wake up in the morning and saw bodies floating in the rivers. It was done in the context of the darkness the darkness of ruthless power. But in the context of the city, what we actually saw with George, a policeman, like a plantation overseer, and his posture of triumph showed the extent to which American culture was rooted in this notion that Black life can be extinguished without reference to its humanity. The Yorubas have a saying. You don't know how many bats are in the cave until the light shines in. What we saw in Minneapolis was the light shining into the cave of darkness. We saw how many bats were in the cave. Doctor Cecil
3: Foster. The entire Americas are settler colonies. They are systemically and they are structurally racist. They were built that way, built that way to fit into a white world, to be used in a white world. We can see those structures in the way that black and brown bodies are policed, physically and mentally, the way they are positioned. Canada was a white man's country, and unapologetically, Mackenzie King, who was so racist, in 1948, stipulated that to be a Canadian citizen, you had to be white and Apartheid South Africa sent people to see how Canada managed the indigenous people and South Africa wanted to see how to handle the indigenous people of Africa who were black people. Canada was the country that was the big sister to Apartheid South Africa until in the 1960s, Canadians turned on them and, uh, and, and the South Africans could not believe it. They said, well, you are our brother in arms. We have learned everything. We are your little brother. And you are now turning on us. We have this
0: structure. Dr. Bukola Salami.
1: My parents were able to migrate to Canada in the 70s. My dad studied biochemistry at McMaster University and then went to burley Dixon University to do a master's degree in, um, I think it was, in management science. And my mom went to um, study political science at the University of Winnipeg. And after they completed their degree, they went right back to uh, Nigeria. And I was born in Nigeria. And then, you know, they decided to come back to Canada. And when they came back to Canada, the way that people discriminated against them was say you don't have Canadian experience. So of course they couldn't go to an employer and the employer would say, you don't have a Canadian degree because they did have it. My mom and my dad have told me stories about showing up and there was a lot of enthusiasm. And then when people see see the color of your face, then, um, you know, things change. They, They don't want to hire a Black person for that job. My mom and my dad have never been able to use their Canadian education in Canada. You know, because I don't look like the person that is in academia or, you know, the person that the society says is a brilliant person. And that influences what I have access to and what I'm able
2: to achieve and the opportunities that I have.
0: Caesar,
2: We have to realize that our democratic institutions are built on a principle of exclusion, right? Women didn't have the right to vote. Uh, indigenous people, Black people, we, we were not part of the infrastructure or the considerations of the infrastructure when it was made. So that status quo was then reinforced by oppressive policy, anti-Black policy. We had Indian Act, we had residential schools, anti-Black immigration policy, you name it. So when you get to a place like Parliament, when I say a place that wasn't designed for me, it was because it actually wasn't. I was pushing for the repeal of mandatory minimums because I know it disproportionately impacted Black and Indigenous people. I was pushing for that equity because I know that Black and Indigenous people are overrepresented in our justice system. So I'm supposed to tiptoe around, why do I need to do that? Because I'm supposed to wait. People like us don't make waves. (laughs) We have to speak up and do what matters to our community and our community is dying. Call me what you want, but I'm going to keep doing it.
4: (laughs) Dr. Ivlo Griffith. I served in a jury here a couple of years ago. This 29, 30-year-old Jamaican brother, arrested, being tried. Thank God the procedure at the precinct required videotaping. They put this guy through all the rigors of testing whether he's alcohol intoxicated. The guy passed him. What should have been an easy not guilty took two days why one of the jurors held out because the police arrested him he must have done something wrong he had the presumption of guilt even though the evidence is there she wanted to have him convicted because he had to be doing something wrong because he was black police would arrest him for not doing anything anything wrong. Those exist both in their historical context and their contemporary context. Just take a look at how the Black Lives Matter, the George Floyd incident of last year, created eruptions.
2: You are worthy. You do have the same confidence. We are actually an... Build bridges and help shape new means.
1: Black people can't be the only ones advocating and can't be the only ones to
2: fix it. The discussion about reparations in Canada would be, I think, very pertinent. This is about substantive work.
1: And this is the
0: key to the future of humanity.
3: That was Black Talk. I'm Zach Penda. As we move towards a future free of racism, we celebrate Black achievement. Eight minutes and forty six seconds.